0: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, January 4th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Joined, as always, on Thursdays by Steve Wolf, Director
1: of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports. Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. Excited to talk a little Ohio State football recruiting with you. Rushing
0: through here because we've had some technical difficulties, and I'm going to try and make sure this goes as smoothly as possible. We have a Q&A set up for today. I posted last night on the front row a thread for you to submit questions for Steve Wolfong. You've done so, and we are now going to attack them. Question one comes from Andy J. Out of all of Ohio State's current commits, which ones do you see still taking visits in the fall?
1: Well, as I look up and down this Ohio State football recruiting class, that ranks number one nationally per the 24-7 sports composite. I don't see a whole lot of guys that I can point to and say that I think that these guys are on flip watch. Now past history for any school will tell you that there's going to be a defection or two. And if you read, I'm keeping up with Bill Kierlich's coverage. I see that Texas A&M is still recruiting Tamizzi Adelaide hard. So if you're making me point to one guy, I think that he would have to be the guy that you would, you would point to. Although I haven't heard that anyone's like on flip watch and, and, and Tamizzi, You know, when he committed to Ohio State, he told me that he knew he wanted to go to Ohio State for years. Uh, I do think that his process uh, really changed on him. I mean, it changed for everybody. I I think that um, you know, Travion Henderson was looking to take visits. I I think. Well, well, again, I look at the timeline of Ohio State's decisions. um, I I think that the COVID nineteen impacted two guys the most maybe Denzel Burke, if you count Denzel Burke. But um, I, I think, you know, Travion Henderson and Tamezi Adelaide both had planned on taking visits before. Everything Travion Henderson has has done since he committed to Ohio State uh, leads me to believe that he's 110% committed. Uh, Tamezi Adelaide, um, you know, he had plans to take visits to uh, Alabama and, and, and Texas A&M. He's from Texas and He he had been to Florida, and Florida was a finalist, and and planned on getting back there, and and so um, he he didn't get to go through the process the way he wanted. Will that matter Uh, in the end? I don't know. Um, I I just read Bill's report. The Texas A&M's coming at him hard, and so I guess if you're making me point to a guy, uh, that would be the guy. But I haven't heard anything to make me believe that he's on flip watch or anything, and. I think he's excited to be part of this Ohio State defensive line class and not only part of this program on the field, but part of a program that, you know, one of the big reasons why he committed to Ohio State is he loves uh, the way uh, Ohio State um, helps brand their athletes individually on social media and and help build their own individual platform uh, as, you know, we're we're coming into a new era of college uh, sports and really even professional sports where, Guys are more marketable than ever because of social media and just their name alone. If we don't get to your question
0: here, Steve will try and attack it in the thread after the show. And if that doesn't work, we will flip it to next week. Steve, Spokane Brutus is getting very nervous about the Ohio State 2022 quarterback situation. He believes the loser of the C.J. Stroud-Jack Miller competition. Do you think that means Ohio State will take another quarterback in this, the 2021 class, and then two in 2022?
1: Well, I haven't heard that they're looking for a second quarterback in this cycle. I mean, obviously, in in 2022, Quinn Ewers is the is the top target at the position uh, out of South Lake Carroll, but they've offered they've offered three others per our record: Malik Murphy, Stephen Angeli, and Gunnar Stockton. Uh, I don't. I, there's no one I can point to yet and say that's who Ohio State's going to land uh, in in 2022. I don't know if they're going to try and take two at the position. And then certainly uh, Ohio State's had some luck on the, on the transfer wire uh, as well, um, obviously with their current starter. So uh, that's a route that you can always go these days. And with Ryan Day and his offense and the pieces that you're going to have around you, it's always going to be advantageous for a quarterback to transfer uh, into Columbus as well.
0: A lot of questions here, so I'm having to pick and choose. Like I said, if you don't hear your question answered, Steve will tackle it on the thread a.k. Buckeye23, who is the biggest miss you've had in doing recruiting evaluations?
1: Oh, man, I don't know. It's There are guys that I had to come around on that maybe I didn't like as much as my peers early, but I just don't, you know, obvious. So so I guess I don't really know how to answer that question because you could say like you could say um, that that the linebacker uh, out of out of Cincinnati that went to Boston College. That Luke that Keekly. had a great career. Yeah, Luke keekley you, you could say that Luke Kuechly uh, was a was a huge miss as a as a guy like that. You know, but everybody missed. You know, so who did I miss on that everybody didn't miss on? There's a ton of them. Or, or excuse me, who did I miss on that everybody missed on? And there's there there's a ton of them. You know, you like for instance, there's this kid there's this kid in Indianapolis or there was this kid uh, out of Indianapolis that got drafted uh, in in the third round this past year named Jeremy Chin who went to Fishers that had to go to Southern Illinois for college that, that uh, um, uh, no, you know, he didn't have any kind of power five or group of five offer, but, you know, talking to, you know, one college coach that went back and watched a senior film as, as kind of a way to um stay sharp or 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 teach people on his own staff or, or whatever how to watch film and they went back and watched jeremy Chin's senior film and it was good enough to play pretty much anywhere is basically the consensus so now hindsight being 2020 maybe that impacted the theory but but uh i, I don't know that's just a tough question to answer like your your biggest misses i uh, I honestly I, I struggle to remember Luke Keekley's name in this conversation even though if you were to say Luke Keekley, I obviously know exactly who that is so my my brain just I just don't spit out names like that where if you were even to ask me what was my biggest miss on predicting a kid somewhere I wouldn't remember until a message board poster reminded me that I screwed that one up we're going to take a quick break come back and tackle some more of these questions
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, we are back. Borny 22. Steve, give me a team that has a chance to make the college football playoff this season. Not named. Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, and Penn State.
1: Okay, so Oregon, right? I mean, I think that they're the favorite in the Pac-12. So... You got to put Oregon on that list. Um, he, he, I, I think that whoever wins the SEC East would have a chance. So Georgia or Florida would be two that I think have a chance to make the College Football. Georgia should. He has Georgia. If Georgia doesn't make the College. Oh, okay, gotcha. So Florida would be the other, and then uh, uh, did he have a Big Twelve school on there? Did he have Oklahoma or Baylor? He did not. Right. So I mean, you can I mean, Oklahoma has been there three years in a row, and so uh, yes, they have the biggest question mark at quarterback that we've seen in the Lincoln Riley era. Um, I I, uh, um, I think you got to put them on the list, and I think Baylor. I think Baylor uh, new regime, so huge question marks there. But if Matt Rule was still the head coach, you'd think that they would have a chance also. I get a
0: sense that people are reticent to label Oklahoma as an elite program, and I don't really know why,
1: given the results they've put forth over the last few years. I mean, Oklahoma got undressed by LSU last year, and they got jumped on early by Alabama the year before that, but they actually battled back in that game against Alabama, and not that I was ever, like, concerned that Alabama, or not that it ever crossed my mind that Alabama was going to lose the ball game. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma wasn't, like, completely inferior and then the year the year prior to that they had george on the ropes so i know they're only three in those games but it's not like they didn't deserve to be there in all three years bucks anthony and
0: i guarantee you have a good answer to this
1: have you ever seen
0: the indianapolis zoo dolphin show if so what are your thoughts
1: so i have seen the indianapolis zoo dolphin show twice i wish that i could go see it this weekend Because just looking for options with young kids. Uh, Honestly, it's not that long. And I don't remember like walking out of there thinking it was the greatest dolphin show in history. So I hope I'm not offending anybody. Uh, But I thought it was good. You know, I mean, it was it was uh, it served its purpose in a trip to the zoo when you're basically taking kids and you're trying to kill three hours. Uh, I remember thinking it was pretty cool. I, I will add that our zoo, the Indianapolis Zoo has got to be as good a zoo as there is to take a young family. Because you can navigate the whole thing in three hours, including a dolphin show. And, and we, got, we got some cool animals there. Feels like the gauntlet's been laid down there. The Columbus Zoo. Your guys' at zoo in Columbus is better on the surface. Like, it's, it's incredible. I've been there, too. But it also takes longer to navigate it. Those of you who checked in for zoo chatter, kicking butt today
0: ebron84 asks what do you think of kyle mccord and do you think he has a
1: chance at a rankings bump in the june offensive update ebron yeah i think kyle mccord is going to be a status quo guy at the update we didn't see anything new from him one way or the other uh, that can allow us to maneuver him and we were pretty familiar with him the first time around so there's no like added deep dive on, on kyle mccord the only guy that I can really point to so far in the Ohio state class that like we were missing on, in my opinion, in our opinion, our collective opinion, that like in hindsight, it's like, how in the hell were you missing on him when the info was all there? And we would have got it right ultimately anyway, uh, but uh, we're getting it right. I I think Jaden Ballard's a guy that's going to go up and he, he has all the traits you're looking for at the position to be special. And when you talk about recruiting, Jackson Smith, McJigba, G. Scott, and, and Julian Fleming and Mookie Cooper in last year. You have to get a certain quality of guy in the next class, or they're not going to feel any competition from the younger guys coming in. And Jaden Ballard's is just as physically gifted as any of those guys, the way he runs and, and, and his potential. Um, so Jaden Ballard's is a stock-up guy for us. We
0: appreciate Steve stopping by. Like I said, if you did not get your question responded to, Steve, we'll try and tackle it in the thread. Have a good one, BuckMetters.
1: Thanks, Daniel.